Section 5 of A Failure of Initiative. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Doug Shepard. A Failure of Initiative. Final Report of the Select Bipartisan Committee to Investigate the Preparation for and Response to Hurricane Katrina. By the United States House of Representatives. Investigation Overview, Part 4 Within a week of its September 15, 2005 creation, the Select Committee held its first hearing. By the end of the month, Chairman Davis and Representative Charlie Mellencon, on behalf of the Select Committee and in cooperation with the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs, had submitted 19 official and comprehensive requests for documents to relevant federal agencies and state governments. By the beginning of January 2006, 67 formal requests for documents had been issued by the Select Committee and the Senate Committee to 29 federal agencies as well as the governments of Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana and their subdivisions. In response to those formal requests and numerous other staff requests, the Select Committee received hundreds of thousands of documents. The responses by the federal agencies and state governments inundated the Select Committee. A constant stream of boxes containing responsive documents arrived daily at the Select Committee's door. Select Committee staff worked round the clock to organize and review this stream of documents. Aggressive follow-up by the Select Committee, detailed below, ensured the document production was responsive to the Select Committee's requests. To fulfill its mission, the Select Committee needed to do more than hold hearings. We requested and received more than half a million pages of documents from governmental organizations at all levels, federal, state, and local. The information gleaned from these documents played a critical role in helping the Select Committee paint a picture of what happened and why. Below is a brief overview of what was requested and what was received. Most of the governmental organizations complied with our requests in a timely and complete fashion. Efforts by others to comply, unfortunately, were neither timely nor complete. This is discussed below as well. In September 2005, the Senate Committee, chaired by Senator Susan Collins, began its Katrina investigation. In many cases, the two committees desired the same or similar information. To facilitate both investigations and to eliminate waste and unnecessary duplication of efforts, the Select Committee simply asked to receive all documents requested by the Senate. Federal The Select Committee sent request letters to all 15 Cabinet-level departments, as well as many independent Federal departments, including the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, the United States Postal Service, USPS, the Agency for International Development, AID, the Tennessee Valley Authority, TVA, the Small Business Administration, SBA, the Social Security Administration, SSA, the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, NRC, the Office of Personnel Management, OPM, and the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA. We also requested information from the White House and the Office of the Vice President. In particular, 
the select committee requested extensive information from the Department of Homeland Security, particularly from two of its constituent agencies, FEMA and the U.S. Coast Guard. We requested documents and communications from before August 23rd related to the threats posed by a hurricane striking New Orleans or the Gulf Coast, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. We also sought documents and communications from between August 23rd and August 29th related to the threat posed by Hurricane Katrina, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. And we requested documents and communications from between August 29th and September 15th related to the impact of Hurricane Katrina, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. In addition, we requested information about the different elements of DHS and the individuals holding key positions. We wanted to know the different roles and responsibilities of those components as well as the actions they took before, during, and after Katrina. We asked for information regarding the activation of the National Response Plan and National Incident Management System, and any discussions about the use of armed forces. We also requested relevant communications, specifically any requests for assistance, communications with local and state authorities, and communications that revealed any plans to prepare for the hurricane or communications that demonstrated possible vulnerabilities to a hurricane. We also wanted any documents containing authorities, regulations, plans, and procedures of the agency, weather reports, information about medical response assets, and the information about DHS and FEMA funding and budgeting. We requested an employee directory and organization chart for FEMA, as well as the individuals in key positions during the hurricane in the affected regions. We asked for documents referring to risks posed by hurricanes or flooding of New Orleans, and documents indicating whether officials knew of those risks. We also requested documents and communications regarding the levee system in New Orleans, including plans, risk assessments, and knowledge of the levee's failure, particularly documents and communications with the Army Corps of Engineers. We sought documents and names of key individuals related to the Hurricane PAM exercise and information about FEMA's chain of command during the storm and FEMA's authorities, plans, and policies relevant to Hurricane Katrina. In addition, we requested, after action reports for past hurricanes, information about the activation of the National Response Plan, qualifications of key FEMA personnel, and contributions of contractors and subcontractors. Finally, we requested a description of the Coast Guard's role with respect to the National Response Plan and other domestic emergencies, specifically Hurricane Katrina. We wanted to know what components will act, who they will cooperate with, and in what capacity. We also requested information about search and rescue, such as command structures, regulations, and assets available. We also requested details about when the Coast Guard learned of certain key information before, during, and after Katrina. DHS responded to most of these requests from the Select Committee, including requests addressed to Secretary Chertoff, Acting Under Secretary Paulson, and Assistant Secretary 
Robert Stephan. The department produced over 200,000 pages of documents, including 1. Briefing books, reports, and communications from the Secretary's office, 2. Communications from the Deputy Secretary's office, 3. Emails from Under Secretary Brown's office, 4. Emails from FEMA personnel involved in planning and response efforts, 5. The National Response Plan, Hurricane Plans, New Orleans and Mobile Area Plans, Incident Action Plans, Operation Manuals and Planning Worksheets, and Katrina-specific plans. 6. Mission Assignments, Task Requests and Logs, Action Requests, Tracking Reports, and Situation Reports. 7. Tasking Logs and Requests, 8. Briefings, 9. Grant Program Documents, 10. Plan Shipments, Resource Tracking Reports, Commodity Maps, and Staging Areas. 11. Audits, 12. Katrina Maps and Graphics, and 13. Organizational Charts. The Select Committee sent specific requests to the Department of Defense as well. We sent request letters to the Office of the Secretary of Defense, the National Guard Bureau, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, North American Air Defense Command, NORAD, and North Command, NORTHCOM. Specifically, we requested documents and communications from before August 23rd by officials of the Department of Defense or any constituent agencies related to the threat posed by a hurricane striking New Orleans or the Gulf Coast, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. We requested documents and communications from between August 23rd and August 29th by officials of the Department of Defense or any constituent elements related to the threat posed by Hurricane Katrina, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. And we requested documents and communications, including internal communications from between August 29th and September 15th, by officials of the Department of Defense or any DOD elements related to the impact of Hurricane Katrina, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. We also requested information about DOD's role and legal authority with respect to domestic emergencies and Hurricane Katrina. We wanted organizational charts, after-action reports, and plans with respect to national catastrophes. We requested information about DOD and the events of Hurricane Katrina, such as any guidance provided by the Secretary of Defense before landfall, the preparations made, specific actions taken, and personnel involved. We asked for information about Joint Task Force Katrina and on actions taken during Hurricane Katrina, specifically those of active duty troops and National Guard units. Requests for assistance and information on DOD's chain of command during the incident. The Select Committee initially received responses from the Department of Defense on behalf of Secretary Rumsfeld that only partially complied with the various requests. On November 18th, the Select Committee received a production from the Department containing execution orders, requests for forces, correspondence regarding National Guard authorizations, daily update briefings, and daily executive summaries. On December 14th, 
The select committee received further production containing the Joint Staff of Operations J3 redacted timeline outlining the Department's response actions to Hurricane Katrina and the Joint Task Force Katrina Commander's assessment briefings. In further response to the letter requests, on December 22nd, the Select Committee received the Assistant Secretary for Defense for Homeland Defense's Smart Book, Responses to Senate Interrogatories of September 28th, National Guard and NORTHCOM Timelines, Execute and Deployment Orders, NORTHCOM Teleconference Minutes, Captain Rick Schneider's XO USS Bataan, Lessons Learned Package, Vice Admiral Fitzgerald's Emails, Timelines and Notes, Second Fleet Lessons Learned, Records of Annual Hurricane Exercises, Memo to Admiral Starling regarding naval assets in the region, Information regarding helicopter assets, Rear Admiral Kilkenny's Lessons Learned Brief to the Chief of Naval Operations, NORTHCOM Requests for Forces, NORTHCOM Deployment Orders, NORTHCOM Timeline, and Twice Daily Joint Operations Center Emails. In addition, the Department produced Joint Forces Command, JFCOM, Timeline and Logs of Verbal Orders, JFCOM Standard Operating Procedures, Unified Command Plan, Top-Off Exercise Paperwork, Commander Fleet Forces Command General Requirement for Humanitarian Response slash Disaster Relief, National Guard Bureau Readiness Documents, National Guard Bureau Senior Leadership Questions, and Katrina Effects on National Guard Bureau Readiness. Despite these significant productions, Chairman Davis was concerned that the communications of senior Defense Department officials, a priority in the first request to the Department, had not been produced. Consequently, after discussions with Representative Melancon, he issued a subpoena to the Department of Defense on December 14th. The subpoena required the production of the correspondence of senior DOD officials related to Hurricane Katrina. On December 22nd, the Select Committee received documents responsive to the subpoena, including official correspondence from Assistant Secretary Paul McHale, Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary Peter Verga, Admiral Keating, Lieutenant General Honoré, Lieutenant General Blum, and Colonel John Jordan. On December 30th, the Select Committee received more documents responsive to the subpoena, including DOD official correspondence from Secretary Rumsfeld, Acting Deputy Secretary England, Colonel Daskovich, Brigadier General Sherling, Colonel Robertson, Colonel Chavez, Admiral Keating, and Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary Verga. On January 13th, the Select Committee received further submissions of correspondence from Department officials including Brigadier General Graham, Major General Young. And on January 17th, the Select Committee received the emails of Major General Grass and Lieutenant General Vaughan. The Select Committee also requested information from the White House. Specifically, the Select Committee requested documents and communications from before August 23rd related to the threat posed by a hurricane striking New Orleans or the Gulf Coast, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. We requested documents and communications from between August 23rd and August 29th related to the threat posed by Hurricane Katrina, 
mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. And we requested documents and communications from between August 29th and September 15th related to the impact of Hurricane Katrina, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. Initially, the White House produced more than 4,000 documents in response to these requests. However, the Select Committee was not satisfied with this initial production of documents. In a December 6 letter, William Kelly, White House Deputy Counsel, said the September 3rd and December 1st requests were too broad and asked the Select Committee to narrow their request. In response, the Select Committee insisted on briefings by senior administration officials and the production of certain items, including emails and documents from the White House Situation Room. As a result of our demands, a briefing was provided, and more than 12,000 pages of documents from the Executive Office of the President on the response to Hurricane Katrina were delivered on December 16th. The Select Committee made similar requests to the Vice President's Office, which responded with almost 6,000 pages of documents. While the Select Committee was disappointed and frustrated by the slow pace and general resistance to producing the requested documents by the White House and the Department of Defense, at the end of the day, the Select Committee believes it received enough information through documents, briefings, and interviews to understand the actions and decisions of those entities and reach sound findings on them, without implicating executive privilege. That's what this was about, obtaining sufficient information, getting the documents and testimony we needed to make sure Americans are better prepared the next time. Ultimately, our public criticism of the administration's slow pace did the job. At our insistence, the White House provided Deputy Assistant to the President for Homeland Security, Ken Rapuano, for a briefing with staff and members. With the President in Texas, Homeland Security Advisor Francis Towsend out of the country, and Chief of Staff Andrew Card in Maine at the time of the storm, Rapuano offered the best view of White House knowledge and actions right before and right after Katrina. In fact, his briefing included more acknowledgments of institutional failure than we had received previously. The agreement with the White House gave us an opportunity to understand the White House role in Katrina while keeping the Select Committee on a parallel track with the Senate, which had not pursued White House subpoenas, and had not even subpoenaed DOD. A subpoena for White House documents would have simply derailed and delayed our inquiry, with the likelihood of a lengthy and unproductive court battle over executive privilege to follow. State the Select Committee sent request letters to governmental components of the three states hit hardest by Hurricane Katrina, Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi. In each state, we requested information from both the Office of the Governor and the state's respective agency in charge of homeland security or emergency management. Specifically, the Select Committee asked each state's Governor's Office for documents or communications including internal communications received, prepared, or sent up to the date of September 15th by state officials related to the threat posed by a hurricane, mitigation measures or projects, emergency preparations, or emergency responses. Also, for each state's office in charge of homeland security or emergency management, the Select Committee requested 
information about that organization, including organization charts, the agency's responsibilities with respect to emergencies, regulations and procedures, after-action reports for past hurricanes, past requests for federal grants, budgets for the agencies, contractors and subcontractors that assisted with Katrina, a detailed chronology of events and actions taken during, before, and after the hurricane, key state personnel involved with Katrina, and all communications to and from the agencies relevant to the disaster. The Select Committee also requested any state, county, and local emergency plans, and the identity of state and local agencies involved in those plans. Finally, the Select Committee asked for documents from the past five years that evaluate the threats posed by hurricanes and any information about exercises to prepare for hurricanes. The Select Committee sent request letters to the Alabama Department of Homeland Security, ADHS, as well as the office of Governor Bob Riley. The State of Alabama answered all questions and replied to all requests. The State provided the Alabama Emergency Management Plan, 26 different situation reports, the Governor's proclamations, a timeline, and four incident action plans. The State also provided communications, such as an MOU with Mississippi, Alabama County Emergency Management Standards, and State Emergency Procedures. In answering the Select Committee's questions, the State provided organization charts, key personnel, the roles and responsibilities of ADHS, and the Alabama Emergency Management Agency, AEMA, state and county emergency plans, and the state and local agencies involved in the response to Katrina. The state also provided risk assessments and after-action reports and information on exercises to prepare for disasters. Alabama also provided information on budgets for the past five years. The state also provided timelines, a list of actions taken by state agencies in response to Katrina, and a complete set of AEMA internal communications and action tracking system, EM2000, messages. The Select Committee sent requests to both the Louisiana Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, LOHSEP, and to the Office of Governor Kathleen Blanco. After asking for a 90-day extension on October 26th, due to the need to address immediate hurricane relief, the Governor fully responded on December 1st with tens of thousands of documents on their response and preparation for Hurricane Katrina, including an overview of the Governor's actions, executive orders and declarations, emergency preparedness plans, the LA Citizen Awareness and Disaster Evacuation Guide, official correspondence, organization charts, notes, and internal communications. Included was the response of the Acting Deputy Director of LOHSEP based on the best available information in that agency's possession at that time, including specific responses to the Committee's questions in the original Senate Committee letter. The Louisiana Attorney General's Office responded with additional information on January 11th, and also informed us that there would be a slight delay in sending two CDs containing emails of the Louisiana National Guard due to technical problems. Those CDs arrived February 2nd. The Select Committee sent request letters to both the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency, 
M-E-M-A, and the office of Governor Haley Barber. M-E-M-A provided organization charts and a listing of key personnel. M-E-M-A produced state plans, including the M-S Comprehensive Emergency Management Plan, C-E-M-P, Volume 2, Contra Flow Plan of August 2005, as well as many interagency state plans, such as plans from Louisiana, transportation evacuation plans, and parish-slash-city plans. MEMA provided risk assessments for hurricanes, floods, surges, and economic impacts. MEMA also included all Emergency Operations Center, EOC, maps of the state and local jurisdictions. MEMA provided information on plans and training exercises such as Hurricane Pam and Lifesaver 2004. Other items provided, timeline of events and communications, such as director briefs, news releases, media advisories, MEMA situation reports, incident action plans, EM 2000 messages, and mission assignments. The documents produced by all three states and the federal government allowed the select committee to gain important insights into the workings of government entities stressed to the breaking point by a terrible disaster. They helped reveal the true nature of the relationship of state emergency management operations to the system of federal emergency management support. These documents allowed the select committee to reach conclusions about what worked well and what did not. Those conclusions will help improve preparation and response for the next disaster, protect the public, save lives, and reduce suffering. We don't pretend to have the entire universe of information related to the preparation for and response to Katrina, but we had more than enough to do our job. End of section 5, recording by Doug Shepard.